Welcome to Sonic Talk, where we talk about Sonic, because it's Sonic Talk, where we talk about Sonic. We've got a fun filled, we got a wonderful, we got a show today. First up, we talk about the recently released Sonic Dash. That is, we will as soon as you spend five rings. Meanwhile, over in Archie Land, a wild thrash appears. Go, Knuckles! Knuckles uses Mega Punch. It's not very effective. Thrash uses Teleport. The wild thrash has fled. Finally, we talk about the skeletons in our closet, the deep, dark, twisted side of the Sonic fandom, which GX and Jason Barry are quite familiar with. No, I'm not talking about GX's private Sonic slash Rainbow Dash fanfics, nor am I talking about Jason Barry's secret love for Princess Sally. I'm talking about our guilty pleasures of Sonic games. What critically panned piece of shit did we actually like? <laughs> Pardon me, it was Fluttershy and it was Homestuck. And it was too saucy for you. Yes, it was quite saucy, and I rather enjoyed it. All this and some other stuff, I guess, on this week's Sonic Talk. Welcome to episode 18 of Sonic Talk. Uh, today we'll be, of course, like I said, talking about Sonic Dash, what's been going on with the comics, and our own little guilty pleasures, what Sonic games are crap that we actually kind of enjoy. Uh, you know, sonic stuff. Yeah, but I don't think anybody's going to have Sonic 6 on the list. Uh, <laughs> first up... Alright. First up, what we've been playing. Uh, this is actually take two. We've, uh, we've had this conversation before, but our... But my Skype recorder was. So we already know what everyone's what everyone's going to say because we're psychics and we see the future. That's not true, because between the interim, I have played another game. Oh God damn it! Yep, we've all played the uh, Harmonite demo, which is a very enjoyable little uh, game from Game Freak, uh, which is coming out at the end of the month. Yes. By, by the way, uh, uh, quite he fun quite easy. By the way, uh, he shakes. Uh, he's Knuckles, and I'm GX. Uh, we're oh. hosts, and we'd like to introduce ourselves, or at okay, least okay. I do. Yeah, uh, we, uh, I did on the original take, but that didn't cut. So, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, the original take was stupid anyway. We we're like working with amateurs here. I know, like GX, goddammit. Anywho, so yeah, Harmonites. Um, that's fine, Game Freak. It has, has a little bit of a uh, Bit Trip Runner vibe and a Space Channel 5 vibe all in one. It's very cute, uh, actually difficult in uh, later levels as far as if you're trying to get all the little notes and and scoring as well as possible. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, just just really looking at the little clips that they show whenever you beat the boss of the thing, I'm guessing that uh, it, they're going to like mix up what the actual actions are as you go through. Yeah, it looks like that. That's yeah, good. Different, at, least, at least different types of music. Uh, rhythm game genres. I, I excite because I will buy all quirky rhythm games. Quirky Yay! games are my joy in life. And I also rather enjoy them quite a bit. I, I also support all Game Freak games that are not Pokemon. And this is coming from someone who freaking loves Pokemon. Yeah. 
But uh, they, they, there is some Pokemon in the game. There is some Pokemon in the game. But it's not a Pokemon game. Yeah, it's not. It's just, no, it's just by the same guys who do Pokemon. So of course there's going to be some references here and there. For God's sakes, yeah. let the guys do something different. They brought us Drill Dozer. <laughs> right. Uh, there was something Sega-related I forgot to mention that I did play. Uh, I tried out the... Uh, what the heck is that thing called? The Project Diva, Diva F uh, demo from Japan. Oh, that's, that's on a thing? Yeah, it's one huh. of those uh, Hasani Miku games. Uh, it was a little demo of that. Uh, not not in the American U.S. store, but in the Japanese PS3 store. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, if you, if you like... like uh, Rhythm games like that kind of stuff or electronic music, you might like that. I don't really see the appeal that much for Hasani and Miko. I've, I've tried because, you know, it's a it, Sega game, so I've really tried, but it doesn't is it that really appeal that stuff? to me. It's That's the that, girl with the blue hair. It's the Floyd stuff with the girl with the green hair. Oh, God. Oh, whatever. Like it's music. blue-green hair, really. I, 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 I am, have zero interest. It's like whenever you see that news post come up said Sega wants to know if you're interested in having us bring it's like no I don't know Vocaloid music get real people who actually sing I, I don't care how wonderful your software is that you can emulate the human voice I want the human voice otherwise it comes off a little bit creepy I, I find her a bit creepy myself kind of like she reminds me of Sharon Apple from the anime Matt Cross Plus have anyone seen that I've no. heard of it. It's the same kind old. of thing where it's a virtual idol who's a hologram whose voice was uh, originally done with this other woman who's her director now. And she gets uh, she becomes uh, like an advanced AI and takes control. It's, oh, wow. Uh, so this, 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 this was like sci-fi te- like 20 years ago that's now kind of a reality. So Mac Ross predicted the future. That is creepy. Yeah, I, I find uh, the Sonic Muko a little creepy. <laughs> and, for, and for all you ignorant Americans I, who don't I know try, what Macross is, it's also it. called Robotech. Yeah, Macwall, yeah, it is kind of a sequel to Robotech as far as... No, 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 the, Robotech was the American directly, name for Macross. It's Macross. not directly Robotech, yeah. It's the, if you think of the Macross saga from Robotech. Anyway, um, we're not going to mention Tomb Raider now. We already did that before. Oh, and that's, oh come both, on. That's the only it's, game I've played a lot. We both Shiggs, liked it. It's full Shiggs, of action, except it's to... a little bit uncharted. Shiggs, don't you want to protect her? Well, you know, you kind of do when you see all when you see her gruesomely die if she, if she gets killed. I mean, have, said, have any of you seen the uh, Conan O'Brien's uh, play of Tomb Raider? His little review. No, no, we didn't. Oh my God, it's hilarious! Every t- <laughs> every time he sli- he has her sliding down the little uh, waterfall, he keeps. T- Getting her stabbed through the head. Ah. <laughs> and it's, it's all gruesome. He's like, no, ah, it's strong. <laughs> so he gives it back to the uh, back to his video game like guy hosted. He keeps that same thing keeps happening where her head gets stabbed right through. And she dies in some pretty gruesome ways in this. Anyway, it is a fun game. The scriptic yes, scenes are better than the Uncharted scriptic scenes, especially the chase chase scene in the beginning compared to the chase scenes in Uncharted three. It feels like you have more control over those areas. Yeah. It, don't get you don't get that a lot of that um God of War uh what do they call that? Quick time play feel to it. I did but not like the chasing I'm sure. Like they're fun this. Here's like, the true testament though. Are they better than the Crash Bandicoot chase scenes? No. Nothing beats the Crash Bandicoot chase scenes, man. That is the only correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> I 
except, except for the Sonic Adventure chase scenes, of course. No, no, you're wrong. The control, man, and you try to you try to go for the rings, and you, you end up going to the left, and the rings end up on the right. You go to the right, the rings end up on the left. Constantly. Why, it's like the rings are everywhere. Yeah, but you're still getting chased by a fucking killer whale, so there's that. <laughs> or a giant uh, avalanche. Or a giant gun truck, uh, yeah. yeah or, gun or a giant gun truck with fucking chainsaws, man. Meanwhile, God, in the world of somewhere else, someone is playing and games. An Stop trying to move us on, killer, GX. No, a gun truck driven by a killer whale in the middle of an avalanche. Oh, there God, we gotta do that. Chet, Chet, I know you're listening to this. Draw that. Draw it, and I'll give you money. Okay, wait, let's go on now. Speaking of Sonic stuff, uh, we got Sonic Dash, which just came out on iOS systems. And oh my gosh, on a Sonic podcast? I think it's fun. Everybody else think, think, thinks it sucks. I don't think it sucks. I think the microtransactions are a lot worse. Yes, than the, the microtransactions are stupid. And we, we paid for this game, and it's more like a free-to-play game where they're constantly shoving uh, microtransactions in your face, including a ring doubler, which is twice the amount it was in Sonic Jump. Give mm-hmm. us money! Give us money now! Ignoring that, I have two issues. First is, at some point, it just turns into luck of what you can and can't see because they don't differentiate it very well. I feel like there's some point that they could either maybe do some sort of colored glow to indicate what you should do or what's coming up or at least Mm -hmm. warn you ahead of time. Or, And then the other issue is just that I think it's structurally just too simple. Uh, I yeah. It, it's kind of supposed well, to be simple. Bucks. It is iOS. It is a like a. Uh, even so, the thing is though, even Sonic Jump had actual design to it. This this is just randomly throwing crap at you. Yeah, but isn't that pretty much what every endless runner is? That doesn't. Are you saying that justifies? I'm I, just I, saying that's inherent to the genre. If you don't like this and you don't like here's, her, here's uh, the thing, endless though. running games. Uh, I Sonic do. Jump had two parts to it. First, what it did have the endless mode, but it also had an actual level mode too, where they arranged things. And I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of endless runners very much. Um, there we go. But I love stuff like Runner Two, Legend of the Rhythm Alien. Yeah, that's not um, endless runner. I know it actually. It's not has, a completely it, different level. I would have been much happier if there were parts of this game where I could just go through missions and have an end to them, and have yeah. actual stage design rather than, hey, see how long luck holds out until yeah, you get something you clearly can't handle. I see what you're talking about because Sonic Jump it has level by level progression where, but it also has an arcade mode where it's endless. Where this, it's just an arcade mode that's endless. Yeah, but I honestly, I kind of like that about this game. It's like a, uh, I, I haven't gotten to the later parts of the game because I usually die after about five minutes where uh, it gets impossible, apparently. But um, to me, it's just a simple $3 endless uh, special stage. You oh, like that there's fewer choices. No, I don't like that there's fewer choices. Because that's I do what enjoy I'm saying. The My issue is that there are fewer choices. I, I guess enjoy, enjoy the, the I guess enjoy the the gameplay itself. I do enjoy the basic gameplay. Yeah, as as he as he said, it's just all the microtransactions they throw at you, and then they they tempt you with uh with the the way the red rings are in this game, where you can get Amy or Knuckles or Tails if you you know collect so many red rings, which is takes forever and is near impossible. 
If they were and, to make a... Or oh, you no. could just pay $30, and there you go, you know? I mean, it's it's a little insane on that. And they're if constantly they, if, advertising the the uh, DLC on it. If they were to make a game like like Sonic the Hedgehog and the Vein of Bit Trip Runner, I would give them lots and lots of money. But for a game like this, I'd give them three bucks, and I'm fine with that. On well, this case, it was two bucks, so... <laughs> two bucks, two bucks. Wasn't Sonic Jump three bucks? No, it was two bucks, too. Okay, so they're both so yeah, two bucks. I mean that's that's fine with me. I was, I'm not give, gonna give them five bucks for knuckles. I was hoping more of a of a 2D Sonic endless runner in the vein of uh, maybe oh that's uh, uh, Rayman uh, Rayman Jungle Run, although that's level by level too. But uh, Rayman Jungle Run is uh, still the best platformer I think on uh, iOS. Yeah, I I'm gonna agree to some extent. Yay, he agrees. Alrighty, so we agree to disagree about the Sonic Dash. Uh, some things we like about it, some things we absolutely hate. But in I the end, none that. of us have a very. But in the end, I don't think any of us have a strong, positive opinion of it. <laughs> no, we think the game's okay, and I don't think any yeah. of us love it. By <laughs> it's the best thing ever made. Shut up. Shut your face. Yeah, I think I like Song Jump better myself. All I, right. I didn't really care for that one either, honestly. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Oh, oh stop uh, trying to segue, SVX. Yeah, Seek of the Superheroes, on to Comic Talk, where we've got two epics that just wrapped up that we could dis- uh, discuss. What do you want to discuss first, Endangered Species or the Chaotix Quest? Well, I don't uh, know. Um, main, main series first, business before pleasure. Right, huh. there you go. Um, uh, we all know how Ken Pender's uh, the, the lawsuit thing going on affected this, and what Although he says he didn't have any direct involvement. It's just oh, yeah, Archie's yeah. choice not to use his characters. I'll but I don't that. want to go into that too heavily. I mean, we've talked that to death from the last few episodes. And plus, I will be reviewing this entire arc on Sonic Stadium, and I will be using that as a soapbox for that bullshit. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, Plus, I mean, I think we're all enthralled by his magical floating head. I th- oh. I think Ian Flynn did the best job he could with that story, but it was obviously yeah. what... It was originally going to be is not what it ended up being at all. And it really, 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 really saddens me to no end as a huge fan of the Knuckles, the Kidna comic book series. Especially when it came out to 246 and it was just, here, here's uh, Sonic fighting Kredzu. Here's your little distraction. There's Shard. Look at the shiny keys. And then Though I will say that less than uh, a Knuckles... third of, of Knuckles chasing Thrash. Less than a third of the comic is that. Knuckles, Knuckles versus Thrash was pretty neat. Yeah, except for that issue. All they did was chase each other. Are you talking about the one where they were going from place to place? Yeah, 246. All they did was go to place to place. I would have liked them to stop and focus, like have a dialogue and, you know, to kind of give it a, a little bit more of a conclusion. I mean, all we got was uh, him stopping and seeing this uh, elderly woman who's one of uh, Thrash's, you know, people. Species. Yeah, yeah. Thrash's species. And you know, Let's find stop out a little bit about what look her at story the old is. woman. <laughs> uh, no, he kept going, and then somehow, once they got back to the Angel Island, uh, the ring didn't go any further. I, I got, I got to be frank, guys. I, the problem is at this point, I, I'm just, I'm checked out. I, I, I enjoyed the fact that I got a comic and that I got to read it, but at this point, I, I'm just kind of checked out until Mega Man starts. So. <laughs> You you can be mad all you want, but I don't like you. 
Yeah, I, I just I, I don't kind of understand how you I'm... feel because the last year of the comic is just Sonic, Tails, and Amy chasing Doctor Eggman, and they get sidetracked with a little adventure every single issue. It's, it's not. That. It's not even just that. It's just I'm I'm waiting for the Mega Man stuff. I want the Mega Man stuff. I want that to happen. I want it to be a thing, and I want <laughs> during that time for them to finally resolve whatever the frack that's going on between him and Captain Mustache, and just whatever. <laughs> let's let let's yeah just just I get guess can't wait to, to the see park. Robotnik what are they going to get to the fireworks Man. factory? <laughs> are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Uh, as far as Cha- now, Chaotix Quest, I ended up loving that one. That was one of my favorite arcs in a long time. The the whole thing with Ken Penders barely affected it at all, except we didn't get to see Robbo the Hedge, but we got his Merry Men, the Mercy and Freedom Two Fighters, and they were a really enjoyable little lot. And you've heard us talk about those guys on the show as well. And the the one the only thing I the only negative is I felt like the second half could have been almost segmented from the first half because. You know, they felt like almost like two separate stories. I mean, that's good for pacing. But they, like I said, they almost felt like it, like you could start on issue uh, the third issue of the arc and still follow it really easily. Can I? I'm just going to put this in right away. Any any piece of media that shows someone picking up and swinging a tank as a weapon gets my vote of approval. <laughs> yeah, you do not. Oh, so you must love the Hulk then. You do not tick up. Tick off, uh, Mighty. Well, uh, you know what? It's especially true when considering the size of Mighty compared to the size of the tank. I mean, even I, there's a pretty much a physical impossibility there. But of course, it's this is uh, magic we're talking about because of uh, uh, Mogul. Ian's, yeah, Mammoth Mogul. Ian's a little retcon on, on how Mighty is so strong, which kind of makes I, sense. I think. I think the interesting thing that goes on here, though, is even though it's just this very big heartfelt scene between Mighty and uh, in his sister and them coming back together and them like finally realizing each other. The two people who actually steal the issues are definitely Ray and um, the rabbit. Bunny's uncle. Yeah. They, they do a fantastic job characterizing him. Yeah, I, lo- yes. I love that guy. He is the most gray-ish uh, villain in all of the science. He's not comics. really he a villain. Very... That's that's the one thing I love about the whole uh, the Dark Egg, Egg Legion on uh, Oil Ocean versus the Sandblasters. The Sandblasters are technically Our freedom fighters, but they're total a-holes. They're just <laughs> absolute scum. And on the other end, they're they don't want to be uh, you know on Robotnik's side, but they have to to survive. And they're basically good and people. And really, there's. Pretty much the sandblasters that forced them that forced them to that situation anyway because they were douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> kind of too. Oh, you used yeah. to be robot things. I don't. We don't like you. We're gonna we're gonna enslave you now and treat you like crap. What's funny is uh, a lot of uh, people on the like Sonic forums, like Bumble King or uh, Sonic Stadium, are kind of critical about race speech turning her turning a uh, what's her name Matilda around, but. I think it actually makes sense, especially when you're looking at the pages and she's looking back and reflecting on what he's saying. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just going to throw I this out. I thought it was out. a wonderful little speech, too. It was very heartwarming. GX, throw I, it out. I'm just going to throw this out here. We're still reading the comic about the video game Hedgehog that has a series that's been around for, what, 15 years, the comic 20, has? 20, like, no, 20 years. 20 years. 20 years yeah. this year. has been 20 years. Yep. Um, yeah. I I think at some point 
take what's going on with a grain of salt. Just be glad what's good is good because so few series have lasted that long and been at least that good up to this point. So, well, yeah, especially when it's when when, it, when you have a series that got so bad like Sonic, like, like the Sonic comics did. During the Carl Boulders, Ken yeah, Kenders thing. Yeah, 10 years ago, it was... Let, let's not. look even before that, before we... I, I will not defend them, but I mean, looking even prior to their span. Yeah, I mean, when it began, it was obviously there was just going to be a kid's comic with a lot, a lot of corny jokes and yeah, what have punks. you. And I don't, think, I don't think they expected it to last more than a year or two. Definitely. I mean, what no video game comic really has. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's... Uh, lasted well past like the sonic's worst <laughs> times like during the saturn era or during sonic 06 and what not when it, people just didn't really think much of sonic anymore for a while except yeah. for the little I'm kid fan saying, base i'm just saying if you are so utterly impassioned against it then you're probably missing the point so how do we get to this anyway uh, who's impassioned against it i mean i know lots of sonic fans are but People okay, on so the internet are impassioned against something. Yeah. Newsflash! Yeah. People on internet don't like are... something. <laughs> uh, but uh, and to give you to give the Sonic comics some context as far as to how long they've lasted, the the only um, licensed comic that has lasted longer is Conan the Barbarian, at 275 issues, and Sonic the Comic will be hitting that in a little over two years. Well, if you count every single other Sonic spinoff comic, you're going well over 400 issues. Well, yeah, but um, th- yes, in terms of of constant of of the of, of continuation of the series, like you know how how many years? Yeah, I mean you've had Sonic X, you had Sonic Universe, you've had all those miniseries, the Knuckles, and what have you. And, we're coming for, we're coming for you, Tony. Yeah, another compliment, too. I mean, you can have a successful comic that doesn't even have Sonic in it. It's just about his friends and what have you. Yeah, it's That's like still Sonic Universe. It's, 50, it's hitting 50 issues now. Yep, next week is issue 50 with Metal Knuckles versus Shard. I'm looking forward yeah. to that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, speaking of Shard, I really liked him in the uh, Sonic. and in, 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 I really liked his appearance in the... Uh, Sonic 240. Oh God, Eight? they needed him in there so bad. 246. Yeah, he. he I, I don't. I, I'm very. I'm very bad talking about. And I'm very bad when it comes. I mean, I obviously put him in there stories. to help save that story because it was just On there was the just nothing left of them. But you know, them fighting. It was, just, it was just the cruise. Who, it was just the cruise who planned. You know, fighting them over and over again. Oh my God, it could have been so wrapped up. In two it was issues. really refreshing. Yeah, so I was really happy to have him back, especially outline. It's a secret to everyone. <laughs> little Legend of Zelda riff there. All right, uh, that's, uh, I guess, it for comic talk right now. I'm going to take a little break, and then we'll be back in just a moment. Anyway, like we were discussing on uh, break, we wanted to pick out which 
which uh, Sonic Guilty Pleasures. What uh, pieces of shit do we like? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm the winner here, but we'll go first with um, Alex. You mean Knuckles eighty seven, don't you? You can call yourself that. I don't care. Anyway, um, Sonic Heroes. I have gotten into so many arguments over this game, especially with a certain man called named Ben on the on the Segabix on the Segabix staff, and he loathed this game, and I could never understand why because it's like. How could you hate this game? I mean... Oh, I could it, understand it, why. Hey, 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 hey my, my, my thing. Um, I mean, it can move very fast. It has it has that kind of, It looks kind of similar to the classic games. It's one style of gameplay. Now, all these years later, I completely understand why. I mean, for one thing, half of the game is slow as shit. I mean, yeah, half the game is really fast. Half the game is slow as shit. And there's also those annoying battles with... Where, where you have to fight the robots with life bars and stuff. And that was such a horrible idea. But and it lived for like, so long. It, yes, it, it I might... know. I mean, they did that thing in freaking Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, yeah, okay, but they did lots of Sonic bad things in Sonic Jack. 2006. But <laughs> anyway, um, Sonic Heroes. But in the end, I, I still really liked it because half the game... It moved. That game could move as fast as F Zero. It was a. It could be a really fast game when it wanted to be. Well, and, let's not go into hyperbole here. F Zero was freaking F Zero. Yeah, but still, this game was really fast, and it it, it 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 was also kind of the first time first time in since like Sonic and Knuckles that we had a singular form of gameplay, and plus it also brought back the chaos, which were characters that I was begging Sonic Team to bring back for years because I was a I was a, I was yeah, a stupid Sonic that's fan. That's one of its. That. The big positive is, is yet you have like four different teams that all basically play the same, but have their own strengths and weaknesses. I mean, Sonic's team is basically all around as far as uh, difficulty. Uh, team Dark is a bit harder. Uh, Chaotix is kind of, I don't know, <laughs> it's really in the middle. And Team Rose is, of course, the easiest way to finish the game. Um, Chaotix is weird, just like the team. <laughs> yeah, the, the best thing I could say, I think, you could say about it is there was times where the game design that they were trying to get through actually got through and yeah it, it, it actually worked really worked well at times well. i think I especially mean, uh, seaside hill was actually if you put that as a demo it's actually pretty enjoyable seaside hill I oh i love seaside hill back in the day i'm gonna say three nice things about it first the level motifs were very good uh them going back to the classic style and not necessarily, yeah. hey, we're in the city, Checkerboard. hey, we're in the places. It, it, they actually took you to places. And I, fr- I freaking love the uh, future city level. That That is oh, easily yeah. one of yeah. my yeah. most favorite Sonic gorgeous. motifs. Uh, <laughs> second, I thought the graphics, aside from the characters, time. aside from the characters, because the characters looked the like, classic. yes, I thought the stages looked really good. I really like the stages, again. And finally, I like the stage music. Ignoring <laughs> the ignoring the character themes, except for Follow Me, the uh, Team Rose theme, which is awesome. I actually have, don't think I've ever really bothered to listen to that. Uh, you know what? I'll put it at the end of the show. Oh, God damn it. Basically, uh, all the actual level music fits 
with the levels, which is something that they didn't necessarily do for Sonic Adventure 2. They fit it with the characters, but they didn't really fit it with the levels, and it kind of bothered me a bit. But I, I love... I didn't feel that way, but okay. Uh, I, I, I just... I like the soundtrack of Sonic Heroes ignoring the dumb part. main theme. <laughs> the main theme is pretty well, awful. Now, what I really hate about I mean, Sonic Heroes was the spying your way. Yeah. What I really hate about the, what I really hate about Sonic Heroes was the plot. Back then, oh, I really so. cared about plot in Sonic games, and plot in this thing was god awful bad. <laughs> it's not only the plot; it's the writing and the dialogue. Oh god! Let's show them the power cringe. of teamwork, and that's like a My Little Pony line right there. GXX, when you no, yell. I wanted to kill Charmy. Respectable than that. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't God. know anyone who didn't. I, no, I don't it was, know it was the worst. Doesn't. It was the probably the worst written Sonic game ever. Yeah, because at least at least Sonic Heroes, you know, at least Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 had its moments. Anyway, this is to talk good things about the game. So, um, well, uh, although my the dialogue and writing in the game I'm choosing was pretty bad as well. <laughs> what, what I really liked about Sonic Heroes, you know. I liked ha- I really liked half the levels. They were fast, Sonic-focused levels where you just ran, you hit enemies, and you didn't get too many enemy rooms. And, um, and and I also liked the fact that the game wasn't buggy as shit. I mean, for me, as far as Sonic games go, that um, was... Uh, um, um, uh, no. Uh, have you ever played any of the special stages? Okay, the special stages were buggy as shit. But, the main, but I didn't play many of them. I don't think I've ever finished a special stage in that game. Okay, but I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about the main game, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you're the correct. The main game, special the main game has, a, has a good flow to it for the most part, until you get to Bingo Highway. Bingo Highway is the absolute worst level in the entire game. Yeah, but I'm talking about glitches here. Like, you know, falling through the floor glitches. Oh, that <laughs> happens yeah, many times. Yeah, but you can't say that about a lot. I mean, I could, I could say that technically Sonic 06 doesn't suffer falling through floor I, I fell through the floor lots of times in Sonic 06. I did, not, I did run into that problem in Sonic Adventure. I don't think you can use that as a legitimate defense point. It didn't break. Oh, my God. Let's all celebrate. Well, for me, I'm talking about when I liked, when I really liked the game back in 2004. Because it didn't break. Yes, because it didn't break. Because it wasn't. Because it wasn't all. Because it wasn't glitchy. Oh my goodness gracious! Good. Oh joy! My game actually functions. I'm so happy. <laughs> okay. Um. GX getting very impassionate, so I think we'll move on to him now. Okay. So I'm going to – I was initially going to go with Sonic Heroes because I, I do have a soft point in my heart for Sonic Heroes. I want to uh, like it so much, but it's, <laughs> there's okay, just yeah, We're moving away it. from Sonic Okay, I know, I know. Let, lest we ha- have Knuckles talk about how he liked half of the stages for a third time. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, I guess, first uh, the Master System version of the original Sonic the Hedgehog, the Game Gear version, whichever version you want to reference. I have a weird reverence for the old Game Gear Master System versions of those games just because I I found it interesting that they were trying to emulate what the consoles could do, even though they very clearly could not. (laughs) Um, 
and some of the other ones just tried a little bit too hard. And and sometimes they tapped into something neat, like whenever you get to do this uh, Sea Fox or the Rocket Shoes in some of the later ones. But for some for some reason, I have an appreciation for just the super simplistic level design of the first Sonic Game Gear Master System game. And it almost takes the graphics down to a near Mario level. I, 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 I'm not sure if you guys would even come close to agree with that, but to me it feels more cartoony. It feels more simple and it feels a little bit more playful. And for some reason I really love the bridge level. But um, I'm also going to go with uh, Sonic Chronicles, well, which just, is... Just to mention on... Um... Sonic 1 uh, Master System, it's still better than the Sonic 2 version they came out with, which was physically impossible to finish. <laughs> Is it literally physically impossible to it's finish? It's not physically impossible, it just feels like that. It's, I mean, it's super, super hard. It's like a oh, Mega yeah, Man I've... 1 of, of your Sonic games. But, um, yeah, well, also, getting emeralds in any of those games suck. It, it just does. But, um, Sonic Chronicles, another portable one that I like. Uh, it is it is a game that is very clearly rough around the edges if you pay attention to the sound effects or the gameplay or the balancing or basically any part of it. Uh, but to me, what I found so interesting about it was that it almost felt like the professional fan game. <laughs> because... If you they they really they do the craziest job trying to canonize things. Have you guys <laughs> gone into the um, the what's it? Uh, they they have like documents that basically goes back. This happened in Sonic Adventure, which hap- this happened in Sonic Adventure Two. This is what happened in Sonic. They Sonic Battle. The existence of that game is important. To the existence of this game, and you, you know, you know, I don't go big on canon, but I, I can appreciate that they wanted to make it that, that they almost wanted to bring in the idea of Archie has existed for so long, and heck, they called robots in that game SWAT bots. Yep. Had SWAT, and they, and they weren't that far off from the design. They were distinct enough. But they weren't that far off. And, I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for Elite Beat Agents. I love that kind of stuff. Um, what, once you got into the groove of what that game offered, I, I, thought it, I thought it was pretty neat. And it's just, it, it kind of feels sad that it got released in this, from a design standpoint, unfinished state. But Especially the it, music. Especially the music. Which, is it, was, is it true I don't know if this – there was always the rumor that went around. Did they basically just get middies off the internet and cram them in? I don't know. I don't uh, think you can get middies that bad. It sounded like something that they were trying to do music off of an Atari 2600 and threw it into the game. It was, it was bizarre. I mean, they, they, I, I think the song I liked most from that game was not even in the game. Like it was just a trailer or something. <laughs> But um, or the intro music, I forget which, but more or less, it's it just it, it's kind of sad because if there was you could tell there was a passion there 
that they wanted to do something with it, that they wanted to make the Sonic RPG. But either because of money or lack of of experience with the DS hardware or whatever went on with Bioware, uh, it it just – it didn't achieve that. It it felt like, hey, if we push this back another year, if we could inject a bit more money into it, we could make something really cool. But I have a feeling that Sega probably knew that it wasn't going to make its money back. And it's – it is just such the oddity. Because it is a Bioware-developed Sonic RPG. <laughs> that <laughs> And their first handheld RPG, too. First handheld RPG, absolutely. It's, I, I think it's worth playing, is all I'm going to leave you I with. I can e- definitely see if- what you're talking about where it feels incomplete. Not only because of the music, but the game is an absolute cakewalk to finish. There's no real what, challenge what? there, I, I feel. Once you yeah. know combinations to use because i mean there's there's a point where you discover oh well my team should be sonic shadow knuckles and uh shape and there is no other combination that i should ever have at any other point in the game because everyone else in the game is going to be armor so i need every single armor piercing combo (laughs) i will say i did kind of like some of the dialogue and the writing in the game was all right i mean i could see where some characters are uh, how they related to others is pretty cool. It, it's quite different involves. That's one I. The one thing I liked was like how uh, Tails was kind of almost happy to have Egg- Eggman on the team because I think uh, I think Tails got kind of like almost wants to see a kinship with somebody with the same intellect as him, even though you know Eggman is obviously very evil. But the one thing uh, <laughs> that we didn't mention is that Ken Penders is actually suing. <laughs> EA and Bioware over this game because uh, of course we have we have a, like a, the Twilight, what is it? The Twilight Zone, Twilight Cage. Yeah, they call it the Twilight, Twilight Cage. Yeah, I mean we got this whole um, hidden Echidna city. Uh, we got a uh, character by the name by Shade who's very much like a Julie Sue, and he even says that uh, some people in Bioware talked. Uh, Reference, talk to him in reference for the game or something along that line. And so why did it, t- why did it take him so long to sue over it? <laughs> I wonder. Well, well, first off, it, it's going to be EA and Bioware. There's no freaking chance in heck he has against that. Yeah. Archie, Archie, I don't know how deep their pockets are, but I, I'm sure that they are in more of a position to compromise. If you're going after EA and Bioware... And you don't have a solid case, and trust me, I don't think he has a solid case to begin with. But um, I, you—that's not a situation you really want to put yourself in. I would say, unless you are big enough to handle it or have enough of it in your favor. Otherwise, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if they looked at first to the Sonic comics because you can tell by the tone that they set with that game, it's very much in line with kind of what the comics do it's like i said like i said it's an oddity and, and for that reason alone play it just, just find a copy it's cheap i bet and it won't take you too long it's gonna be a little weird uh you're eventually just gonna find this stuff but get it and play it because it's a neat experience to at least have under your belt if you're a I love Sonic how fan. ironic it is that they tried to make it as canon as possible, and then Sega decided, you know what, it's its own canon. Shade 
doesn't exist, I guess, in the regular Sega Sonic universe or what have you. They just they kind of just yeah. separated it, it from it. It, to me, that's what it all comes down to, is the fact that, hey, people apparently did not want this, so we're just not going to bother with it. I mean, that's that's what they eventually did with Sonic 06. Sonic 06 eventually wrote itself out of the story after, it, and it was so Thank critically God. canned. Yeah, because <laughs> that was a horrible story. But let's, let's ignore the idea that there is actually canon in Sonic for a second, and... Take take us to another place in another time, Shane. Okay, how about the futuristic city of Sonic Riders, or in this case, the, I've saved the worst for last, Sonic Free Riders on the Xbox Connect. Uh, most people, especially Angry Joe, who returned this game because he said it was broken, uh, absolutely hated this game. They just had it's not a game that is intuitive. It's not a game where you could just jump in and start playing and having a fun time. It's kind of actually like have, being on a real skateboard or on a real surfboard for the first time. You are not going to be able to get the handle of it at first. But I just I stuck with it. I mean, and I really tried it out. I had to learn a few tricks as far as leaning to the left where the game's biggest fly is. <laughs> being able to turn left, you actually had to stick your hands back a little bit. But once I got to doing that, it had this really nice like arcade feel to it, uh, which the other two riders didn't really have. It's uh, it's you know pretty simple, pretty fun once you get uh, used to it. I did get up to finishing pretty much all of story mode and unlocking sil- uh, Silver and Blaze. Um, I can understand where people you're coming from as far as you know not being a very good game because the like I said the tr- controls are just incredibly hard to get used to and it's just like if you're riding on an actual you know surfer board or futuristic hoverboard in this case it, it just takes a while uh my biggest problem with it is uh, some of the characters themselves and the storyline that happens in the cutscenes. for for the controls at some point you have to you can accept the blame on sega at some point though you kind of have to look at the connect and say yeah it still kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad at least they give you this little, uh, what, do they, what do they call that when you're initializing in a game? When you, like, in Rock Band, we have to, calibration. configuration, confi- calibration. calibration. Yeah, every level starts with a calibration so you can get used to it. And uh, that's that's another way of uh, help, helping uh, learning the controls as far as that game goes. But, I mean... Once I got used to it, I didn't actually have too much of a problem. I was able to get uh, A's and S ranks on jumping up on ramps and doing little tricks. I mean, it was a great game to exercise by. I was sweating to death by the end of it. Probably lost five pounds just playing it. But uh, I actually enjoyed the graphics and I enjoyed the music quite a bit. Uh, Compared to the other riders, I think this had the best music. Particularly, uh, there's like two or three tracks by a certain uh, composer that I liked more than the regular writers kind of music that it goes by. Of course, it has GX's favorite characters, the Babylon rogues. And they did really care for, but um, what's... It is noteworthy, though. This was the first game that actually had the extended 
cast in their yep, new voices. Yep, I was voices. about to bring that up. That's uh, one of the things that made it special about it, is that pretty much all the characters, except for Big the Cat, and uh, I think Espio and Charmy weren't in it too, are in the game, and all of their voices are in. So you get to let's see all the brand new voices for the first time, and hear Amy's horrible Minnie Mouse impression, which I can't stand. They really need to bring back Lisa Ortiz. I thought she was a much, much better Amy, much more expressive. Uh, the worst part of the game is is the story and writing itself is pretty awful. I mean, Shadow, instead of being this you know dark, moody guy, is literally Rouge's sidekick who just mirrors whatever <laughs> she does. They're actually trying to steal the you trophy. You know what? I, I can accept that. I, I can accept that. I am I am fine with that because, in all honesty, at this point, at this point, Rouge is a more interesting character than Shadow. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, yeah, they basically instead of no, instead of the anti-hero, they basically made him a villain for this. I mean, I don't see I don't see how I could see Shadow wanting to actually steal a trophy just for the heck of it. it it's, it's the future. It, it's government has collapsed. We are now in a surfboard-based economy. And uh, instead of being about some epic uh, learning about your past through treasure hunting or whatever like the other two writers, this is just a competition that Eggman uh, put together with him as uh, some king of some sort for the race. And he's just gathering all this, all the data from all the writers to build an ultimate robot or something like that. And it's all like a, that it has a simple story there, but like some of the character motivations are really out of place. I mean... Uh, they bring back Vector as part of Team Rose now instead of Big, which feel, it's just kind of funny because it's uh, such odd uh, odd choice. But now he's uh, instead of being this uh, detective guy, he's just so broke that he's <laughs> that he's actually uh, d- doing the race to pay off like debts to uh, Big Louie and Little Louie. You know what? You you say that's a bad motivation, but of anyone there, I can see that as a legit motivation. For him. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see him being that broke as because uh, I uh, in, uh, stories like in the that Ian does in Sonic X Chaotic the Chaotix is not a successful detective agency. I like I like uh, having like a sympathetic character like <laughs> Victor always being broke, but at the same time I don't see him having like these gambling debts or whatever he's got, or may, maybe they're just debts in general. I'm looking way too into that. <laughs> Yes, you are. Anyway, but yeah, uh, some of the other character motivations are pretty poor. The writing and the dialogue, while not quite Sonic Heroes awful, is still pretty weak. But like I said, I know. Can can I can I just assume that Jet's uh, basically Jet's motivation for the whole thing is because he is the world's biggest jerk that wants to up one up Sonic? Yeah, that's his only motivation as well. That's the one thing I like ha, about Jet is he's, he's an actual rival who's a rival. He just wants to be the absolute best, like no one ever was. <laughs> oh, don't you start! <laughs> that is the most hackneyed joke that you could possibly go to. Anyway, what are you talking about? He has lots of other hackneyed jokes yeah. you can go to. But anyway, that is among but anyway, the he, worst. His motivations are so much. You clearly haven't heard some of his. So worst. much simpler than uh, shadows or knuckles. You know, motivations for being Sonic rival. He's he's just a plain old rival. He doesn't have any, you know, what can I say, uh, evil plots or anything, really. Class, writing, dialogue. Just a goofy little cartoon character. Anyway, that's about it for for me on that one. 
I like things and also stuff, and I like good Sonic games. If I was to pick so, a, a Sonic game that was critically panned, I absolutely love though, it'd be Sonic Unleashed. But I know there's quite a few in the fan base that absolutely love that game too. Even though the Werehog levels go on for way too long and <laughs> the metal hunting is absolutely horrible, everything else yeah, I really enjoy about it. In fact, that game it did not deserve a no. Four. That game I actually enjoy well, more than the adventure games. Four, four is the. Or, I'm sorry. Unleashed is the point where people outside of the fandom started to realize, start, started to basically say, "Yeah, we don't like Sonic anymore." And to me, it seems like they don't like the reviews. Uh, I don't think they uh, like the premise you know, no, of the Warehouse. Yeah, this is this is a con- conversation for another time, really. Done. And that's going to be it for us. We're going to wrap this up. It's probably our sh- uh, shortest show yet. Um, thanks for listening. You can catch uh, GX's Horsepower at uh, is it horsepower.emeraldcoastcomics.net. Okay, okay. Oh, here, I can, I can do this better because I love to plug myself. So, oh, wow. First, <laughs> I don't want to say anything right there. You, no, you do not go straight to ponies. That is not where you go first, Jigs. You You have to learn. When GX first off, thinks I about himself, he plugs himself. First off, oh, my God. Spindash.com. The Spindash.com is your audio source for everything Blue Rap and Spiky. It is a Sonic podcast. In the next upcoming episode, we will be talking about the Sonic LeBron movie. And I compare it to another famous video game movie that it captures the spirit of. Uh, otherwise... Go ahead over to horsepower.emeraldcoastcomics.net or just go to the Spin Dash and I'll link you straight there to read all my awesome comics about My Little Pony. We've got the artist Jet who also does Sonic Eggs for Shigs. Love it all. (laughs) We're way behind now. Also, both things, Horsepower and Spin Dash, are on Facebook. Like us because apparently likes are release endorphins in my brain. I I crave them. I crave them like the rainbow Twizzlers currently on my desk. All right, and you can catch me. That is how you plug. <laughs> All right. Now plug yourself, good sir. All right, sir. you can catch uh, me and uh, Knuckles87 both here at Sigabits.com and on the Sonic Stadium. If you're more interested in the Chaotix Quest, I just did a review up on the SonicStadium.org. You can check that out. Read it, people. And, of course, you can check out our reviews and previews right here on Sigabits as well. You're already here. They're like on the site right there. Yeah, what are you, lazy? Do them and read them. They're good content, I assume. I, I don't know. I only go to IGN for all my reviews. Okay, any, anything uh, else, Alex? No, I, we're I good. I got no response from anyone. <laughs> you people sicken me. All right, and that's <laughs> going to be it for this episode. See you next time.